0: business owner mindset we uh we've been covering this the uh the last couple of weeks uh we uh I just, I just believe that uh, a business owner mindset really puts you in the right frame of mind to see success in life. It doesn't matter whether you own a business or not. I mean, we, we've got three kids. I'm trying to instill in my children the business owner mindset. And it's, it, it, hey, it's likely because there's way more employees than there are employers out there. right? Business owners, there's a bunch of them, but there's more people working for business owners than there are business owners. So I, there, it's, it's a high likelihood that my kids aren't business owners, but end up being great employees. And I, I'm fine with that. By the way, I just side note, anybody that puts down jobs just doesn't understand how economics works. <laughs> you know, don't slam those. But we who gather here uh, together on Tuesdays or whenever you're watching this, uh, our mindset's a little bit different. And I just believe that whatever you're doing in life, if you have that business owner mindset, it will take you farther. If you look at what you do as a parent as this is not I'm not just trying to survive the first 18 years, but I own this business of developing productive members of society. It's a different mindset uh, that that will produce different results. You know, I don't think parenting is a, a prison sentence. I think it's an opportunity I have for a short window of time to really invest in future businesses that gets, that the returns get to come in for generations long after I'm dead and gone. It's a real window there and you've got to have a mindset to really maximize the opportunity. So what we've covered, uh, the three key elements of business owner mindset, Uh, a couple of weeks ago we talked about team building and how if you have a business owner mindset, you're, you're, you're trying to build a team it may be literally you know recruiting agents and and building an agency but it also is staff it's it's um it's the friends i believe the friends that you have out there we're talking about that this weekend there there are um the the people i know in this industry have been very very helpful in helping me see success equally as important have been the friends that i have that are not in this industry and so that's part of that team building, building your your team. And it's it's the, the more and more successful you get, the tighter that team is going to be. Really the uh, the, the the network that you have, the, the the tighter and more trusting that team is. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. The, last week we talked about momentum and the doom wo- doom loop and flywheel, uh, and how momentum can work for you or against you. But uh, but ultimately. Um, you get to decide what kind of momentum you have and last week we talked about that go check it out on our podcast uh, watch the video see the archive however you go about getting that information Uh, but next next element that we want to talk about is investing business owner mindset key element number three is investing so I do have a video on this, if you're watching this live, as we're recording this, take a screenshot, Uh, if you're uh, watching the video later, it's going to be in the description, in the the notes of this video, Uh, this link is going to be, if you're listening to this later, it's going to be the notes, it's, (laughs) we want to get you this link, but it's training I do on budgeting part one and two, it is very specific uh to our business and how um Heather and I budgeted for our business and ultimately how I then was able to budget working myself out of the personal production field so that I could focus on building the business and not have to focus on generating that cash flow by going out and making sales. Uh so that is what budgeting part 1 and part 2 is all about. You can go uh check that link out and um And go watch the video go get some training there i'm not going to do that training today those who've seen me uh, do uh, budgeting and investing talks are like oh i've seen this talk a thousand times nope Uh, i'm shocking you i'm not covering that today i will show you some slides from it Uh, this is the basic budget that we built our business with a third uh, leads a third other overhead and a third profit Uh, i'm not going to entirely break all that down like i would in that other video you're welcome to go watch that Uh, but some people see this and they say a third profit. So if my if my gross income is $100,000, I'm only taking home $33,000. I go, that's not a business owner mindset. (laughs) Only taking home $33,000. A business owner mindset says 33% profit on this business is insane. A business owner mindset also says if I wanted more profit, I could take more profit. If I wanted less profit, I could take less profit. But but if you are thinking that's not enough, Maybe you're thinking with a business owner mindset, but most likely not. So here's some thoughts I want to toss your way. You need to think like a business owner. When you look at this, it is keeping budgeting simple. It doesn't need to be much more complicated than this. As your business grows, there will be more line items in your budgeting. Uh, But ultimately, it'll still sort of separate into these three categories. Investing in your business. With a business, you must get the crop coming in and then build your barns or your house. This is this is proverbial, this is scriptural, that depending on what uh, major religion you subscribe to, I think they've all agreed that it is important for you to establish your fields before you establish your barn, before you establish your house. What does that mean? That means before you worry about buying all the trappings of success, you need to set a process in place that's going to continue to generate you revenue. you got to build that business. Business comes first in finances. That's a tough thing for for people to really grasp onto, but it's a key piece in becoming a business owner mindset of just saying, you know what, that the money that I have in my hands right now, I can go buy a TV, I can go buy a car, I can go buy a new house, or I could invest in my business and get a bigger return. Delayed gratification. Man, oh man. Man. Do we believe in delayed gratification we will put something off and look initially delayed gratification for me um, was was basically essential uh delayed gratification like when we when we first got started in business if we didn't delay gratification i didn't have money in the budget i didn't have capital in the budget for next week uh to continue the business um, I tell this story often, but we had friends in, in the uh, townhome complex that we lived in early on that would come over with a DVD. And this is back in, you know, 2000s, early 2000s, but they come over with DVD and go, hey, you want to watch a movie? We're like, we don't have a DVD player. We have VHS. If you got a cassette, you know, VHS tape, we could watch that. They're like, why don't you have a DVD player? Well, back in those days, it was like five, six, seven hundred dollars for a DVD player back in those days. Some are even a thousand. And they're like, hey, you should just get one of those. Well, heres I had the choice. It it was kind of a forced delayed gratification because I could go buy that DVD player or I could buy leads. And if I buy a DVD player for 500 bucks, I just see that DVD player is going to end up costing me money because people are going to come over and we are going to want to watch movies at the house. And then I got to cook them popcorn and, and have sodas. And that's just more than the $500, right? It's just, it starts, it all starts adding up. And then eventually the DVD player is going to need servicing or you know, back in those days you serviced them. Now you just throw them away and get a new one. But then it's like, how long did that investment last? As opposed to the $500 I could invest in leads. And if I put $500 in leads, I knew I was going to make 2500 minimum in commissions. What makes more sense, spending $500 on something that's going to cost me more money or spending five, investing $500 in something that's going to return me 5X? Hello? So our initial delayed gratification was intentional. Then it got to be where, hey, listen, I am commission only. The, the business, I don't know every week exactly what our company is going to get paid. It fluctuates by sales. Sales go up. Commissions go up, sales go down, commissions go down. I have a rough idea, and we budget based on a rough idea. But a lot of our delayed gratification even today is like, hey, you know what? I'm not living with a scarcity mentality, but I do need to plan for tomorrow. And I could go buy XYZ expensive item now, but then if the commissions don't come in for the next month, ah, I'm going to want that money back, <laughs> so I can invest back in my business because that's going to generate the greater return than this expenditure. So, uh, delayed gratification. I like setting it up where uh, if I if we want to get something, we make it a goal. Like let's do this, and then we can get that. Mentality to build a business, not necessarily working nine to five for fifty thousand a year. You have to get out of the mindset of getting a paycheck. You are investing, taking a risk, not certain of the return. I- I- if you're Listen, if you're a business owner and your business owner mindset, if you have that, you're not showing up for work at nine and leaving at five. It's a 24 hour a day thing. It, it, it's, it's, you are a walking, talking, billboard commercial for your business 24 hours a day. There's no punching a clock. It's like, well, Fitz gets into the, I mean, right now I'm, I get into the office, what, 9.30 or so. I get out, I get out of here about 5.30. Well, Fitz, Fitz is working banker hours right there at 9.30 to 5.30. If you really think that those are the only hours I work, you're insane because I'm a business owner. And I know a lot of people who are business owners, and they don't just work eight-hour shifts with a 30-minute lunch in between. They don't do that. It's nonstop, 24-7. Well, Fitz, I, 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 I'm gonna need a break. Yes, I agree, you're gonna need a break, and we could talk about balance another time. But you gotta get out of the mentality of, I'm punching a clock to get a paycheck. Instead, I am building something that could last generations. Most jobs are gone when you die. <laughs> you can't pass that job on, most of them. There may be exceptions. But the business is something that could be for generations. You're building something. You're building a, a city, old school, ancient city walls that you're building. That's going to be, you know, a couple thousand years from now. Those walls are still here, and people still visit them. Like, I, that's the, that's a different mindset than I'm punching the clock nine to five. Invest first in the business. Well, Fitz, I I, I really heard about that Bitcoin stock. I think I might buy some Bitcoin. <laughs> People been asking me about Bitcoin lately. I mean, I don't know. It sounds like it's small coin. Bit, I don't know. I, I mean, is it, is it like a coin that bites you? I, maybe it does. Maybe it bites you right in the rear. I don't know. But, but what I know is when I invest in my business, I know what that looks like. You know, it started off, I was investing in leads, and I went and took those leads, and I, 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 I quintupled my money. I could see that, or I would run ads and, and get people to respond off of those, and I could go, you know, get them up and productive, and, and, and brick by brick, layer by layer, I was building up those walls to that, that fortress of a city that I was trying to build. It's going to last for thousands of years. You've got to invest first in your business. All right. The next uh, slide I have in the training I do there is just kind of breaking down investing in the different lead types. Uh, there are a lot of different lead types. Even from when I originally started talking about budgeting, you know, we don't just generate leads internally. We have external vendors. There's a million different leads out there, and uh, I'm never shy to try leads. I am shy to keep investing in something that's just not working, but you know. We have a lead type called a three leads and I was talking to a, an agent last night a three leads Listen, I remember a, a few years ago We had a, a handful of agents that were buying a three leads for a couple of dollars and then and then getting annuity sales off of those because By the time it's an a three, maybe somebody in the industry has sold that client insurance But they didn't ask them about their safe money they didn't ask them, hey, somebody showed you how to get that tax-free retirement. I mean, when you, when you retire, did you want to pay taxes or not pay taxes? Nobody's asking those questions out there. Most agents today are going out there and making the sale that's making the pennies, and they're forgetting the dollars. I've known people who get lower, less expensive type of leads, and, and all they're looking for is the dollars. Why not? Explore a little bit. The investment is bigger on the front end than it is on the back end. When it comes to leads and investing in leads, listen, we can go through all the different lead sources that are out there and blah, blah, blah. Watch the video. I talk about that more. But when you're first getting started in the industry, it does take a little more capital. Ask anybody who's ever started a business. It takes a little more out-of-pocket capital to get things up and going than it does down the road once it's generating capital for you. Here's what that looks like in our business. Initially, maybe you're putting three, four 500 dollars a week into leads. If you're spending three, four, 500 dollars a week in leads, 12, maybe 18 months down the road, you really should be in a position where you don't have to buy leads anymore. But Fitz, wait a minute. I know some good producers working with you right now, Fitz, that aren't in that position. They've been with you ten years. They're not hundred percent referral or current client based. I agree. I think we can do better. I'm raising the standard. I'm raising the standard because I just I just believe. I mean, I look at the clients that we have in our database, and I go, oh my gosh. And we're, we're right now exploring how can we best tap into those and start generating sales from those and being able to pass those on to agents say, hey, here's your client that, that we just found out wants XYZ product. No, we're not charging you for this lead. We want you to have it because you're going to go serve that family. You're going to make some money for you. Everybody's going to win. But it takes more investment on the front end. But once you've made that investment and you're working it properly, you're, you're asking for referrals, you're showing prescription discount cards, you're getting the ERS, you're getting all that. You're getting green sheets and you're, getting, uh, cur- you're going back and serving current clients with additional products. It is a full-time career just serving your clients. Once you get or five, 600 clients, it's a full-time career just serving them and who they know. You won't need leads down the road, but you do need it to get it up and off the ground. Compound your investment. Buy assets that create more assets. If you're watching this right now, and you are somebody who is recruiting to build a team, an agency, a massive empire that's worth millions and millions and millions, understand, like, I don't, I don't, the the way I look at recruiting uh, for example, I don't look at it as I spent this much, where's my return? That's more of the, I worked from nine to five, where's my paycheck? That's more of that mentality. I'm thinking more in terms of I'm building something here. This week, I may spend $600 in advertising. And, and this week, I may not get any recruits off of it. And if I am the nine to five paychecker, I'm going, where's my return? I put my money in. But i'm not i'm a business owner i'm a i'm a builder and i'm thinking in terms of i'm going to keep doing that i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it over and over and over and over and i don't know how many tons of dirt i gotta run through this machine to get that little bit of gold out but i'm gonna because the gold is worth it baby <laughs> just that simple so when i am hiring i'm looking at who can I hire that's going to turn around and multiply my investment in that person? If I'm investing time and effort and energy into this person, I want the return to be multiplied, not one for one. And that's what it looks like when you're buying assets that create more assets. Last slide in the budgeting talks about investing in other overheads. Training expenses, recruiting ads, office space, staff. Here's some notes on it. Credit card or ads? (laughs) That was a choice I made in the early days. If I had a choice of paying off some debt or I had a choice in running more ads, I ran more ads. Why? Because I'm trying to buy assets that create more assets. And eventually what I knew would happen is eventually what did happen. And that's when I started getting overwhelming... Rewards, overwhelming returns. And so that it was no longer a choice. I, just pay the, I, can, I can pay the credit cards off and run the ads. But when I had a choice, I put money in the ads. Why? Because paying money off of my credit card, maybe it's 28% interest you're saving. That's awesome. But if I invest in leads, let's say, let's say I owe $500 on my credit card and I, I pay that off and that's 28% interest I'm saving, which is like making 28% on your money. Got that? On the other hand, I could take $500 and invest it in leads and get a 500% return. Which one makes more sense? 28% return or 500% return? Which would you rather have? If anybody says 28%, they're not being honest. Because I don't think anybody's that dumb. 500% return is bigger than 28% return. But Fitz, I really want to get out of debt. Oh my gosh. I want you to be out of debt too. I love when people get out of debt and I go, now you're free, man. You are really free once you're out of debt. I love it. I love seeing people get free. I also prefer to see it in a specific order so that you're free, but you got your freedom because of this over here that's going to keep you free and it's going to start buying other people's freedom for them too. I really want to get out of debt, Fitz. I'm with you. I want you out of debt, too. I also want you building a machine that's going to keep it that way. Hiring staff. Oh, man. We're doing this live right now, and I can see some names. I know some, some people who are who are listening to my voice right now, and I'm saying it to you one-on-one. <laughs> so this is not like passive-aggressively saying something to you on a, on a conference call. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm also saying it to you, not, not publicly, because I'm not saying your name, but you know who you are. You need staff. Man, you need staff. I, 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 you just, look, buck up, camper. You've got to put some money into staff. You're not paying somebody 50000 a year. You're just meeting payroll in two weeks. That's it. And when you can't meet payroll, oops, I mean, listen, I, I, I don't say that lightly because as a business owner, I f- have fought like hell my entire business to make sure payroll's met because I got people depending on me for that. But the first person that took a bet on us was Joanne and we really didn't know if we were gonna meet payroll in two weeks when we hired her. It was a step of faith. Now she's been with us 18 years. <laughs> Never once did we miss a paycheck. Some people are really overwhelmed with the thought of hiring staff and how much that person is going to make in a year. That's not the concern. The concern is how much they're making in two weeks. And during that time, how much did they make you? If it's not a one for one, you're losing on that. And as an investment, don't ever lose. That's Warren Buffett's rule number one (laughs) on investing. But if it's at least one for one, go hire another one, man. And another one, and another one, and another one. And I feel like, is that a commercial DJ Khaled? And another one, and another one. So, (laughs) because, listen, if all that's happening is you're breaking even on that, you're buying yourself freedom. You're buying yourself time. But what should be happening is the return is greater than what you're investing there. Some, some guys right now, some of you guys right now, you're listening to me right now, and the difference between you where you're at now and where you say you want to be is just having the right person on staff to do some things for you. What should that person do for me? Ah, Let's talk one-on-one about that. <sighs> Maybe they're hiring for you. Maybe they're doing paperwork for you. Maybe they're getting business issued for you. Maybe they're doing some of the mundane work that you hate to do. While you're out there making sales, They could be out there hiring somebody for you. And while you're making sales, you're training that new person. Anyway, I hope that helps. I hope that helps as far as all that is concerned. I want to leave you with this thought when it comes to, yeah, I want to leave you with this thought when it comes to business owner mindset. The the three key elements, team building, momentum, investing. We've covered all three of those. The question I want to ask you is what do you need to work on to improve your business owner mindset? This teaching is 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 big. It's deep, and I didn't even cover it as deep as it could be covered. It is, it, it, there. There are a lot of f- very granular details we could cover in all three of these. But but just in going through it, what's one thing that just popped in your mind? Is it? The team building and, man, I really need to think about who I'm surrounding myself with and I need to need to think about inv- investing and bringing other people on board, maybe on the team building side. Or is it momentum? Is it, is it that you you need to mature some of your strengths and use those to respond with understanding to keep the momentum in a positive manner? Or is it investing? Hey, you know what? I've just been thinking about this business the wrong way. I've been investing the wrong way in this business and I need some insight and in how to invest in this business better for myself so that I can get to where I really want to go. What do you need to work on to improve your business owner mindset? Just one thing right now over the next 90 days. One, one thing are you going to work on for the next 90 days to get you closer to where you want to be. Makes sense? <laughs> I hope so. It's a big difference between you being mentioned and you being uh, overwhelmingly successful in this business. That guy's an insurance agent. Or, oh my God. That guy runs like a third of life insurance sales in America, and it's just—it's just that mindset difference that'll make it for you. Hope that helps. Can I help you? Sure, would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org/contact. Again, that's thefitsgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.